0: Okay, we are live with Grit and Grace TV. I am one of your amazing hosts, DJ, and over. Well, this is a different look for us. And my other ultra amazing host, Lynn Burnett, is with me. Hey, Lynn, how's it going today?
1: Hey, it's going good. I didn't know if we'd be having a show today, but um, but we're doing it. It's that oh, grit. I even gave good. you. I even gave you an out
0: you did give me an out and you know I can't take an out like that it's just not fair to me it's not well it's not fair to you really because I committed to doing this unfortunately sometimes jobs do get in the way and uh we have to you know just play it by ear yes, so yes. that's kind of that's kind of what's going on today and I'm trying to find the video live video because unfortunately, for some reason, anytime I go to YouTube, I don't know if you have this trouble, but anytime I seem to go to YouTube, I always have trouble finding the live video to be able to share out. Do you ever have that problem?
1: Uh, well, no, because we don't normally do it this way, so I don't have that issue.
0: <laughs> Very true. Now, uh, this is something completely different for us. Um, yeah, we don't typically. Uh, go through YouTube and it's not something that I want to keep doing because as much as I like YouTube and as much as YouTube kind of set the standard for video online, Hey, this is a whole new generation. Now, folks, we Facebook, that's where you are at. That's where our people are at. That's where we got to stay.
1: Yeah. So you got to try and you got to try and make it work, but um, yeah. So we're going to, I'm trying, try and share it out. And, um, you know, uh, I get little notifications that pop up at the bottom, but I like dismissed it and that, that was silly of me and I should have clicked on it cause it would have been easier. But, um, Hey, you know, it should happens, right? We're running late and we're having technical difficulties. And for anybody who uses be live, Like FUB live, you get all these people in and
0: starting to do things. FUB live, yeah, just say it the way it is. (laughs) Be live. That's all I'm getting. You know what? Be live can go suck a fart out of my ass. Here's the thing about be live. Be live. (laughs) is taking advantage of this this whole live stream thing. And you know what? I can't blame them for wanting to do this because there's so many other people. I mean, think about podcast hosting. You know, most podcast hosts out there, Libsyn, Podbean, uh, you know, all these guys, they charge money to host your podcast. So I get it. I get Live wanting to charge money. However, you know, people like you and I who are a little bit smarter than the average bear, at least I like to think so. (laughs) We we've, yeah. we've gotten off of those other platforms like Podbean and Libsyn and all that stuff. So we went over to Pippa and Pippa.io. Yeah, well, we were able to create an a free podcast hosting account. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably one of the smartest moves that we've made. And you're the one who who actually found that and brought that up. So you're actually the smart one in this in this.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I try. <laughs>
0: You don't have to try too hard. I mean, uh,
1: and I don't even know. I answered a survey today through Pep, Pippa, yeah. and oh, whoa, this, wait, guess this. what?
0: I found it. <laughs> I found the live stream.
1: <laughs> so did I, <laughs> and I'm sharing it now.
0: <laughs> but I didn't turn my volume down.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. No, I'm
0: sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you that way.
1: No, I was just talking about Pippa. Um, I don't even remember what the hell now. You did a survey. Oh, I did a survey, but you just said something and I was going to say in the survey. I don't know. I completely lost my train. You totally threw me off. Damn. I
0: I know, and I didn't even say anything snarky, funny, or sexual. No. What?
1: I didn't, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Be live, really, you know, I don't know. I just think it was sort of sneaky with the way they did that i think they should have kept it the way it was and um i don't think i shared it properly on facebook actually it just dawned on me i don't think i shared it properly so it actually shows the stream i think you'd have to click on the link and it would take them to youtube but anyway it doesn't matter we will have the audio because hey we are now on tune in woohoo and we are on Apple Podcasts, and we are on Stitcher, and we are on Mile High Radio, and we're all over the place. So, you know, if, you, if you're if you having problems here, we've got the audio, at least we've always got the audio, and, uh, you know, you can listen that way, because maybe you can't sit and watch a video. Maybe Maybe you want to listen to us while you're doing stuff, although sometimes it's pretty funny when you watch us. Because we've got some good faces sometimes, but you know, there's always other ways to catch us. So, you know, I
0: am going to make this easy for everybody. If you go over to ripka here in about 30 seconds, I am going to have a direct, uh, it'll be streaming live right there and you'll be able to check it out. Um, I would put it over on grit and grace, tv.com. However, However, for some reason, I don't have access to be able to do any kind of changing. I'm, I just, I'm not trusted enough because I might put some kind of weird thing up there. I don't know, but uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to put this up on RipComedia.com tonight. Tomorrow, I, I promise you, from this point forward, though, we will have it set up so we can go to Grit and Grace TV, and you can just watch it there and i or you can go watch it at Comedia. you can actually get a, you're going to be able to watch it in both spots and tonight at the end of the show i'm going to explain exactly what i mean by that yeah. but uh, why don't we uh why don't we jump into the show let's start talking about what it is that we're actually going to talk about
1: yeah absolutely so this is an interesting topic we're going to talk about alternative lifestyles and relationships
0: oh yeah alternative
1: lifestyle. And that does not mean orgies.
0: <laughs> no it doesn't. No, it's
1: you know, we're talking lifestyle.
0: Okay, so I, I I'm going to go into that story here real quick before we go too far. Everybody who watches the show understands that every now and then I go out in the street and I try to get some feedback, some real people feedback. Not and I'm not saying you all aren't real people because the feedback we get from you all is amazing. But I want that on the spot, face to face, mano mono mano or mano e womano uh, feedback. And uh, so I did that tonight, and I didn't have a whole lot of time because I was already running late for the show. So I just kind of hollered out, "Hey y'all, what do y'all think about alternative lifestyles?" And one guy, "You mean like orgies?" <laughs> dude, dude, no. So yeah, that's that was the that was my uh night trying to rush here to the studio to be able to get on Grit and Grace. I had to I had to try to bring something special tonight. And uh that special really got destroyed by some redneck Air Force guy who all he could think about is orgies. Like I said, he, he's 23, he's single, he don't
1: care. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Orgies, they're cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that, but yeah, but no, that's not that's not the lifestyle we're talking about.
0: No, no what? Okay,
1: <laughs> that's like I'd say that's like I don't know a hobby, but we're what we're talking about is an actual light, like relationship style lifestyle, like polyamory, and um, I'm having word problems tonight. What's the other one? Swinging. Swing. Yeah, everybody. <laughs>
0: just a swinging
1: <laughs> yeah so swinging which polyamory kind can, kind of came out of that so we're going to talk about that and that came you know that was something that came up on Facebook um someone had put that out there and whoa did that cause an explosion so that was very interesting at people's point of view and how it switched and perspective is so interesting how people were coming up with these different things so um it's you know, it goes way back. I did some research. And so do you want to, I'll give you a little bit of background on it, where it started. You want me to do that?
0: Yeah, go for it. But before uh, before you get into the background, what was your first uh, introduction to polyamory? How did you first kind of come across that?
1: Oh, shit. I don't know. That was probably like long time ago. I think I probably watched a documentary on it. I think that's how I probably heard about it. Yeah.
0: I didn't hear about it until about two years ago. And my daughter had come home from school. Now, by mind you, my daughter at this time is a sophomore in high school. Actually, she was just finishing up her freshman year, going into her sophomore year of high school. So these are young kids, uh, oh. you know, 13, 14 years old. And uh, her friend – who I cannot remember her name when she wanted to be called, you know, go by a woman's name, but now she goes by the name of Cade, which is kind of a unisex name, apparently, according to her. I think it's a boy's name, but par- uh, My daughter says it's a unisex name because she doesn't want to be um, identified as any one gender. Huh. And when I asked her why is she doing this. The first thing she said was, well, it's because she is in a polyamorous relationship with another girl and another guy. Oh,
1: okay. I was gonna say, what does name have to do with it? You don't have to be one way or another, but okay. But
0: but that's that's the whole that's kind of how I came into this whole understanding of what this was about. And to be honest with you, I really didn't fully understand it until we brought it up from our, that Facebook post. And you brought it up as this should be a topic. This should be something we should talk about because other people aren't. And that's, and I was like, yeah, definitely. we got to talk about this. And um, yeah, I, the research that I, I went into to find out more about it, you know, I was really surprised. It's not exactly what I thought it was.
1: (laughs) Just here to educate. And learn on these different things, and and polyamory is not polygamy, so that's not like I just want to put that out there. It is not polygamy, um, at all. It's a totally different thing. So, so I thought this was really interesting, and polyamory like came out of the swinging thing. So I didn't realize how it goes way far back. So I was doing research, and I was like, wow, this is so fascinating. Um, Really got the height of kind of where it started this whole free love movement between 1915 and 1925 in New York. And it was like, sort of like the upper crust, the elite people. And that sort of, you know, we always hear about the free love and all that sort of like the 60s. No, 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 no. It started way back at the turn of the century and and was pretty big It was after World War II, where the pilots at social events would, where key clubs opened up. So that's where you hear about like the key parties, you know, there's a fishbowl and everybody throws their keys in the fishbowl, these swinging parties. So key clubs opened up and Air Force pilots at social events, that's where they would swap wives. That's where this sort of started. And then it just grew from there. And then from that, the polyamory thing kind of came about. And then it's resurged right in the 60s. We had that whole, you know, love the one you're with kind of deal happening. And um, and it's just grown and changed and morphed from there. But I think it's important to talk about because I think there's a lot. I think there's probably a hell of a lot more people that engage in this now what sort of really brought it more to the forefront for me remember that video i shared with you that cindy green and that video went got passed around a lot
0: that's uh that's quite the choice of words there (laughs) because that's that is exactly where i thought everything was was going is like this whole thing is i originally believed that Polyamory and swinging and stuff like that were relationships that were just purely based on sex. Really, that's what I thought, and I was surprised to find out that that wasn't the case necessarily.
1: Well, polyamory or swinging is just based based on right. sex, right? But polyamory but, isn't
0: right. It was. I was. I was extreme. I I read through stories on blog posts, and all these stories talked about. You know, how this person, uh, one of the spouses couldn't have a child, so they brought somebody else in, and then they just made them part of the family. Or or this person was having, you know, trouble in this area or that area. There, there's a lot of things that kind of led to it. I was, there was very few instances where they're just like, hey, I was sexually attracted to that person, so I brought them into the relationship, and my wife was okay with it, or vice versa. There really wasn't a whole lot of stories like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it actually can, like there are some people that they have, like this Cindy Green has three or four relationships and um, intense, deep, intimate relationships that uh, it's not just sex, but deeply loves them for different reasons. And I guess you could look at it as, you know, being in one relationship, monogamous, lot of pressure to put on that other person to fulfill all your intimate needs and, you know, emotional needs and your sexual needs. And that's sort of a lot of pressure to put on one person, not saying that you should run out and have, you know, another relationship. But if that becomes difficult, it, or maybe, you know, you really, um well, that's a swinging thing. But yeah, I don't want to get off topic of the polyamory. But there's some people that, that's, that's the way they want to connect with another person that they connect with them on a different level for different things, because everybody's different. And it is really surprising because I did a little bit more research as well on it. And they're very, they're relationships that sometimes go on for a long time, and maybe the sexual aspect changes, and that no longer happens, but they remain very close, and a lot of stories where it was like, if I ever needed anything, if I needed support, if I was going through a rough time, that person had my back, and maybe they weren't intimate anymore, but that <clears throat> closeness stayed. yeah hugely surprising,
0: yeah and and I think. I think polyamory in itself it's it's one of those types of relationships that if unless there's you know 100% trust between all the parties involved you know it can it can lead a whole lot of different directions but it seems like those those relationships that do or the people that do enter those types of relationships they go into it with that open heart open mind From the beginning, there's really not a whole lot. It's not like something that they just decide one day, hey, let's try this. They seem to be pretty open and pretty uh, open-minded and open heart from the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they they go into it with a different mindset. Absolutely. It's this unattached, I don't have expectations of you. I'm with you because I want to be with you and I love you for who you are. And I have no expectations and don't have any expectations of me. It's a completely unattached relationship. I I love you for who you are and I want to deeply connect. Um, I I deeply want to connect with you uh, to, to, who you are as a person, and I and I'm not asking for anything. And I think for some people that is the way they have to go about it. For some people, then it ends, and then they do find that one person, and the, and they stay with that one person and have monogamous relationships. I, I don't, I, you know, I think, I think there's some benefit to it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think there is some benefit to it because there are some people that you know, it's like we have friends, we have different friends for different things. We have friends that we have great conversations with. We have friends that are the party friends. We have the friends that, you know, we have different friends for different things. So why wouldn't you have intimate relationships to connect on a different level with yourself, with another person?
0: You know, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, we do have different Different friends for different reasons. Um, you know, you have different people at work that you're friendly with. You have different people that you hang out hang out with outside of work that you're friendly with. Uh, for me, I just I just don't know if I could bring them into that family setting. That's just not what I, you know, my vision of family. Now that doesn't mean that I'm against other people doing this. I think it's absolutely amazing and admirable that these people can create these types of these bonds and and these types of things. But I just, you know, for me, it's just not my thing, you know? Um, I think
1: it's dating. Yeah. really, It's sort of dating. If you're dating and you're not in a committed and you date this person and you go and you date different people, chances are you probably sleep with them. It's sort of like dating, but I think it gets deeper actually.
0: Well common. definitely definitely gets deeper because they're creating long-term relationships yeah. where all the parties are together knowing about each other. Um, and that's what I admire about it is it's all open. It's right there in front of everybody. you're uh, not any one of them is hiding anything from each other. So I I admire that and I respect that but at the same time I think that there's there's it takes a, a special somebody a, a special trust to be able to do that. And typically in a relationship that say if you're in a 5 7 10 year relationship it's not something that you're just going to introduce one day to say hey let's spice it up a little bit. You know that's that's a whole different topic altogether and that we'll get into that here in a little bit. But uh <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but uh
0: you know the the polyamory thing i think i think a lot of younger people are turning to that because they recognize the fact that yeah they do have feelings and they do have uh they can love multiple things and they're a little bit more open to that and they're a little bit more connected i think you know I i kind of fit in that middle generation though where it just doesn't feel like it connects with me
1: but see, I think you're coming at it from a standpoint as you're starting out in a relationship.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And and so, but with polyamory, it's, you're, you're a single person. You meet somebody and you're like, Hey, yes, like yes. you go out and you spend time together and then, you know, you get to know each other and you say, Hey, I'm not committed to you. I do date other people.
0: Right. And you're absolutely correct there holy crap, my lighting is just kind of <laughs> whacked out tonight. Um, you're absolutely right, though. It, I am coming at it from a relationship, a, you know, a long-term relationship. And you just, it's it's a whole lot harder to comprehend that structure and that lifestyle uh, coming from that point of view. Now, you know, there's there's other things that kind of go into that, you know, how we were raised and things like that. Uh, and your spouse's opinion has a lot to weigh in on when when it comes to something like that. I mean you might be all for it and be like woohoo, yeah, let's rock on, let's party. But your spouse might not be into that. And if that's the case, you have to do what's right and you have to respect them or you have to be honest with your spouse about what it is that you want and if you two can't come to an agreement, you know there's there's going to be some friction, there's going to be some heat.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you're kind of talking about swinging now.
0: I'm, I'm kind of segueing that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good segue. You're so good. You're the master.
0: I'm working at it. I'm working at it.
1: I think, but just to finish off the polyamory thing, I think that requires a certain amount of emotional fortitude because naturally we become attached to people and we have feelings. So, you know, but then, same with the swinging thing. Now, that's a whole other different kind of thing. Now, that involves somebody else. If you start out, you're a single person, and you're dating and you get into these deep relationships, that's one thing. But when you get, then you're talking about swinging, like that's a whole other thing. You got, like you said, you got to take somebody else's consideration and not something to go into lightly whatsoever. Like, mm-hmm. Like you've got to discuss it, and why? Why do you want to do it? And if you and and if you bring it up, and your partner's somewhat open enough that you can at least have the conversation, then it's why do you want to do it? What are you looking to get out of it? And boundaries, and you know, ready to like cut to you know pull the plug anytime one person becomes uncomfortable because that's. So I mean,
0: it's it's extremely safe to say that polyamory is about the relationships between people, whereas swinging is purely a sexual relationship. I mean, there's, I mean, there is absolutely no reason for two people to enter into this swinging lifestyle unless they're into that lifestyle, whereas polyamory is. You're entering into this lifestyle because you're creating a relationship. You're creating a family. You're creating something that's bigger as, than, uh, you know, the whole is bigger than the one. Uh-huh. So, you know, th- to kind of, you know, that's my cap on on that whole polyamory aspect and what I understood of it. Um, now, when when you talk to when you start talking to your spouse about or your partner or whatever. When you start talking about the about swinging with them, and they ask you that question, why, you better have a damn good reason, and it better be a reason that's honest. Because if you come at it from a direction <laughs> that's anything other than, whoa, wow, that is that's a difficult conversation. I honestly, I cannot imagine bringing that up other than talking about it in the aspect. Like I, I've talked to my wife about about that kind of stuff. I've talked to her about swinging and swapping and all these kind of things, but never as not in a way of, Hey, I would like to try this. What would you, would you be willing to never in that fashion? Because it's never really, you know, been that type of a conversation. I mean, we just don't have that talk.
1: It was just, it was just to talk about,
0: Right. It was, it was just,
1: just a, what do you think of this sort of thing? Yeah.
0: And it wasn't yeah. even a feeling, feeling it out, you know, because a lot of people, they'll do that, especially guys. Guys, we are famous for <laughs> yeah. going to our women and saying, hey, what do you think about this? And you will leave it so vague that they actually believe that you're just opening up, opening up an avenue of conversation for them to give an opinion when really what we're doing is recon,
1: Oh, we freaking know that. Well,
0: of course you we we know of that course you do. I'm not saying you don't, but you don't learn that until you're in your thirties. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. Guys, we learn how to do recon in our teens. But women don't catch on until the thirties. <laughs> and if they do catch on earlier, guys, that's the woman
1: to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah when we ask questions (laughs) that's right just know when we ask questions we already know the answer
0: yes oh god you know and what's what's (laughs) funny okay so let's reverse that a little bit so here's the funny part guys we have no clue that you already know we are so stupid to the fact that you already know the answer to the question you're asking us. We will continue to answer the question based on what we've rehearsed, even though we should know that, you know,
1: (laughs) yep. We just want to see what kind of story you're going to come up with
0: that. and, And really, I mean, if you, if you think about it, if you, if you really think about it, there are some pretty unique stories. I mean, I've heard some pretty unique stories from other people tell, you know, other, well, actually it's women talking about the stories their men tell them. Yeah. I'm sure I have no doubt in my mind that my wife has at some point told her friends, some story that I said that I was absolutely committed to from the beginning to the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you guys start to know you're fucked when, um, you start, like, talking in circles.
0: No, we don't know we're actually fucked until um, (laughs) we get that awkward spot. And you feel it. It's not a no. It's a feeling. And it's that feeling of, oh, God, I just fucked up. Yeah. yeah, And and then you know. But you're still committed to the story. That's right. You still have to be committed to the story. (laughs) Because if you're not committed to the story, how the hell are you ever going to get her to believe the bullshit that you just tried, to, even though she knows we don't want to admit that she knows. But even though she knows, so,
1: know. it's amazing how long you guys can go on with the story. We just
0: years, years. Guys will go years on the same damn story.
1: Oh my god, it's funny. What a dance. Right. What a dance. But
0: anyways, I'm sorry I got us off topic. We're talking. No, that's good. We're talking about uh, the swinging con- conversation. So, uh, you, I
1: want to give you some more stats on that. Yes, please do. Okay, so like World War II started with pilots—the damn Air Force pilots doing wife swapping at social events.
0: You know, they there is a thing called pilot standards. Did you have you heard about this? Have no.
1: You
0: okay, so living in a town that has an Air Force base just down the road, we there's this thing called pilot standards, and this came out in. I swear to you, I am not making this up. This came out back in the 40s based on what you were just talking about, you know, pilots swapping wives and stuff like that. Well, they had this thing called pilot standards. And from the clouds, everything on the ground looks the same. Well, from where they're standing, everything down below their chin looks the same. So that became known as pilot standards. Uh,
1: Oh, that, that is interesting.
0: So, yeah. So go ahead and keep going with what you're
1: saying. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So that's sort of like where it started from. Um, just like demographics and stuff. They estimate, although people aren't always truthful, about 50 million plus swingers globally. About 13, 14 million in the U.S., and they also found through doing a st- their most recent study, swingers tend to be more conservative, religious, honest, open-minded, educated, professional, and better off financially.
0: You know, I can I can understand that because, especially the honesty part, because the one person that we tend to lie to the most is our spouse. And when we break down all those barriers where there's no lies, they know everything about you, they know every in and out, you have no other reason to lie about anything whatsoever, yeah, that habit bleeds out into every other aspect of your life. that's just the way it is
1: yeah yeah that i I thought that was pretty interesting, but when I thought about it, it kind of made sense, um yeah, it just sort of made sense to me. So the oldest swinging online site for anybody interested, if you and your partner have talked about it, you don't know where to find another couple. uh, You can go to adult friend finder. It's an online site. It's got about 27 million registered users. And, um, you know, you can find, you know, maybe, uh, that hot couple next door are swingers. <laughs> and you can invite them over for a barbecue and uh, get to know them. But it's really, really interesting. It's um, and another statistic is the age to get involved. Usually, the average age for women is about thirty-four, and men, it was thirty-one. I think
0: I was going to say it's probably younger. Uh, and by the well, time average
1: age yeah
0: averages um i would i would definitely say it's probably younger for guys just because they're you know women mature at a different rate than guys do guys we're we're not even ready to handle anything like that at uh in our 20s because it's just like orgy but uh, yeah (laughs) but at 31 yeah that makes sense because there's a lot of guys probably interested in that in their 20s and then there's probably a bunch of guys that don't even consider it until they're closer to the 40s mm-hmm. so i would i would say that uh 31 makes sense now as far as women goes you know 34 um that actually surprised me a little bit i i figured been, it been would have been closer to like 37 38 uh just because it seems to me it seems like most women that i've ever talked to don't really start hitting their their sexual prime until they get into that 35, 36, 37, when they finally become confident and comfortable enough with their sexuality to just say, Hey, this is what I want. Yeah. So that, that 34 uh, to me seems a little bit uh, surprising. Yeah.
1: That was, that was surprising to me too. It was surprising for me for both, but yeah, it was surprising to me for that because yeah, usually when you you know you hit 40 and chances are maybe you've you've got a divorce already in your past and like you said you hit that time where you've had your children um you know life you're looking at life a little bit different now and yeah, you know been there done that this is what I want you know um but uh, I I've had that conversation too um with with uh, hubby and it's not, not like, Hey, do you want to try it? Just, Hey, what do you think about this? It's interesting. It's interesting to look at how other people live and what do you think about that? I don't, I, you know, it's hard to say, you could say, yeah, let's try it. You know, I know like, Jim and Sue down the road have invited us to their house and we know that they are and let's try it out. But you don't know what it would be like once you got there. Like that could be a whole other thing. You could go there going, yeah, we've got it all set. But then once it comes down to it, ooh, like, and you have to be prepared that if one of you is like, mm, "No." Like gotcha. I can't do this, then party's over. You go home. You've got to have that understood. Done. I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know that I could be in, do that lifestyle, um, but I don't know what it would be like getting to that place. I mean, I'd say I'm, you know, I'm pretty experimental, but I don't know that I could. I, I think you'd have to be really, really. Um, you'd really have to know that your partner is with you and that you are still a couple and that, you know, I choose you to be my number one, that that's just purely sex. And maybe the excitement of that you bring back into your relationship, but you know, also in terms of needs, maybe one partner has difficulty. Maybe one partner doesn't like oral sex and the other one freaking needs it. So, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: You know, and you're just getting that for that, but everything else is great in the relationship. It's, it's really to understand that you can add to your relationship through it. I can see how you could add to your relationship and it's not about taking away from your committed relationship. You're adding a different element, a different level of excitement.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of a lot of that has to do with the excitement that you were talking about, where maybe you are getting something, or you can live out that fantasy or whatever it is through that experience, whereas you don't feel necessarily comfortable living it out with the with your spouse or your partner. Now, if you have one of those spouses or partners who is extremely experimental, where you don't necessarily feel that bringing in that outside. Uh, interaction or maybe that not in, even, not even swapping partners, but maybe you just, maybe you've had that conversation about the threesomes or whatever, or you're bringing another guy or another girl into the relationship. You know, there's, if, if your partner is experimental to where maybe you don't need to bring that other person in, but you can still experience the si- uh, similar uh, passions and, 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 ecstasies and stuff like that So you know, that is maybe that's a conversation that you need to have if you find out that they're not really into bringing in those those other parties you know, just find you know maybe it's a different conversation maybe you have that conversation well how experimental are we you know, as a couple uh
1: uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And that and that's another lifestyle. There's some couples that yeah, every once in a while or even just once. They've brought someone, they've met someone and they've brought someone in and uh and tried that or some that do it regularly. Once in a while, you know, to bring that in and it's nothing. There's no, there's no attachment, there's nothing involved. It's just that that extra little thing. I think that there's just so many different options out there that people don't know about, or maybe people have felt, you know what? I don't belong in a one relationship. I, 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 I believe that I can love different people. And I've seen some of them use the argument as you have three kids, what you only love one kid and you don't love your other two children. Right. You know, I can love more than one person for different reasons. They fulfill different needs. I, I connect on a different level. I, you know, one is more intellectual. One's really fun. One's really, you know, sexual, you know, all these different things. And I think that, um, you know, don't just shut it down right away and say, nope, You know, uh, I think we become society has that thing of we meet that one person and we stay with that one person forever and it's, you know, missionary and (laughs) that's the way it is. Be open to the conversation. Talk to your partner about it. Talk to your partner about the things that we've talked about. Bringing someone in, swinging, polyamory, you know. Um, Well, if you have a partner, you're not doing polyamory. You're a single person that has multiple relationships, but you know, talk about it and find out and, and see how you feel about it. Maybe even just the conversation adds some excitement, maybe gets you both a little bit hot. Maybe just the thought of it alone is enough to add a little bit of excitement or spice. I think that we can't judge. I think that maybe necessarily that might not be, that's not the way for everybody.
0: You know, I think you're onto something there, though, because I know sometimes where, when you have a conversation about a topic, whether it be um, an alternative lifestyle topic or if it's a, a topic of fantasy or whatever it is, anytime you have that conversation, that almost in and itself becomes a, a piece of foreplay yeah and and once when you get kind of get into the conversation and both of you get lost in this conversation together then you you can really have an amazing time with just the two of you uh-huh. and if you're bringing in well can you imagine what what uh, it would be like with another person blah 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 and then you start introducing toys and in replace You may have some of the most amazing sex that you could ever have and you didn't have to break the, the boundaries or that line. You didn't have to cross that line that you made it you or your wife or your husband may have set at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Just have that conversation even who knows it may lead to being swingers. I mean, who knows, right? It may lead to bringing in, a third person or, or whatever, but even just a conversation. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you have that conversation and you're both kind of like, Ooh, you know, it's being awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's pretty amazing when, when you and your spouse can get on the same page on the same fantasy and you can both add to it your own perspective of that, that fantasy. And you know, that, that's a pretty amazing uh, moment. For, for two people, I think, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, a, it's, it's it's safe play.
0: Exactly. Very. Yeah, exactly. It's safe. safe play.
1: play. That's the, the whole thing. You know, we've been talking about relationships all month. June has been about relationships and it's been about have those conversations, play, have fun. Like just, just open your mind a little bit and, and you know, don't become so just stale and numb and have fun and play. You know, we were given this sexuality and the, all of that for a reason. It, it's not just to have babies. I mean, otherwise, we'd only get that feeling when we're ready to <laughs> – have babies it would go away that feeling doesn't go away women go through menopause and men get older and you still get those urges and you're out of childbearing we have that desire for a reason so play have fun talk about it
0: so we're coming up to the end of june next week is our last show in june yeah and uh you know we've we've kind of covered a lot of topics we 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 started off with you know uh Talking, uh, what men and women should be saying to each other. Yes. Then, then we went into, uh, you know, relationships. The, you know, how to spice it up and keep it spicy. And um, let me see, where else did we go? Well, we're talking about polyamory. Yeah. Uh, and then next week we're we're going to wrap up the relationship month. Yeah. But I think uh, I, th- you know, you were when when you initially told me that, hey, I think we should maybe put a few things together i love that idea as soon as you said it i was like that is perfect because there's absolutely no possible way that in the month of june only doing four shows we could even come close to covering you know every aspect of a relationship it's just not possible so when you said let's, let's recap some stuff and let's add some stuff and we'll just make it kind of a mashup a mashup show I was like oh girl you're genius that's why you're the brains in this operation (laughs) oh
1: yeah (laughs) well I know you know really we were supposed to talk about something else we were supposed to talk about you know whether you should stay or leave a relationship yeah and I think that just kind of just puts a a downer on what we've been talking about because we want to promote spicing things up. We want to promote having fun and open communication and all of that. And I just kind of thought, mm, I've been seeing some things and talking to people and just different conversations and that let's do a mashup and talk about different things. And I've got a few things written down and I know you'll have a few things and let's just have a conversation about these different things that we see and, and just our take on it.
0: Yeah. and, and I think it's one of those things where, it's going to allow us to just kind of branch out and flow and have a great time. I mean, we're going to have our notes, of course, like we always have our notes, but at the same time, it's, it's one of those, you know, it it will open it up really for a lot more interaction from other people. uh, Because we want to be able to hear what you think about all these things that were coming up and add your own mix to these mashups because Just like we are here talking about our opinions and relationships, you have your own. And you've had your own experiences. And those experiences can add value to the people that are watching this all over the world. You're just as much a part of Grit and Grace TV as Lynn and I are part of Grit and Grace TV. And we need that interaction. We want that interaction. We open our arms and open this show for that interaction. So please next week, come on, yeah, be part of the show.
1: It's a chance to learn more about each other too. Like it's a chance to get like a guy's perspective, a woman's perspective too. Uh, I've got a really interesting experiment, uh, an experiment I want to talk about. And so it'll be interesting to get a guy's reaction. So yeah, like we want your interaction. This is conversation. This is what what it's about. We want to uh, people to feel more comfortable about talking about things. We're pretty comfortable about talking about anything. So, you know, we want to make that easy for other people. And some things that just, you know, we got to talk about these things. My God, life could be so much easier. Just let's put the bullshit aside. and Just get to it.
0: Oh, yeah. And it would be so much more fun, too, because you would literally be talking about the one thing that, you want to be talking about 90% of the time. And I know guys, you women, you think us guys are like 98% of the time. No, that's only about 90% of the time, but we know, we know you women, you're just, you're at that same 90%. Oh yeah. Without, without a doubt. Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) You know, back in the day, it was like guys wanted sex all the time. Women never wanted it. They, they just only needed it for whenever yeah, we know that's bullshit now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Recent studies say that's bullshit.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that'll be good. So we're going to, next week, we're wrapping it up with a mashup of relationship stuff. So you'll have to join us. And you can catch us, remember, on milehighradio.com. Uh, They're 24-7 running station music, and we air at 9 p.m. Eastern, no, 9 PM Pacific on Monday night. So uh, our shows, this show will replay this coming Monday night and, but catch their other shows. Oh my God. They've got great shows, great music. And
0: And to all you mile high listeners, Hey, go Broncos. My wife will love that. (laughs) I might actually get some for that one. And uh, for, uh, (laughs) and uh, for all the people who are listening to mile high, who aren't Broncos fans, go Vikings. (laughs) Ha ha. (laughs) Gotcha. And, uh, no, you know I, I love the fact that we're part of Mile High Radio, and you know definitely check out their other shows. I have been listening to their other shows for the last two days uh, at work, and I tell you what, my even my coworkers say the same thing. He's like, "Man, this is great! This is awesome! We need to listen to this all the time."
1: Yeah, so- go download their apps. You can go to uh, the app store, the iOS. They've got both Android and iOS. So go to Google Play or what apple for the ios
0: yeah apple play store go to the apple play store and just uh you know download the app yeah that's the easiest way to listen to everything they got going on and uh you know go to the facebook page because you know they've got some there's some awesome videos on i mean you can actually see the behind the scenes of what goes on in a radio station right there it is absolutely phenomenal I, I've been talking about Bobby's videos? Oh, yeah. Bobby's videos are absolutely amazing. Um, a lot of equipment. I don't know how I didn't come across his stuff earlier. Because I am a Facebook Live junkie. Yeah. And I saw his show the other day, and I absolutely fell out of my chair laughing at some of the stuff that he said. Not <laughs> not that it was necessarily the most funny thing in the world, but because of the, the absurdity of some of the stuff he said and I know I'm gonna take a lot of hell from him when we finally when I finally get to meet the guy face to face. But <laughs> all due respect, the show is absolutely phenomenal. And I can't wait to meet him because he will become a mentor one way or another.
1: Yeah he he's 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 funny. So he also has I-95 Sports Network and it's all sports and it live streams all the time and it's um east coast sports. So for those of you listening and you're on the East coast and you want to catch live stream events, go to I 95 sports network.com. And um, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, why don't we uh, finish this off tonight? Why don't we, we, why don't we give our audience the, the best send off that we could possibly give them?
1: Oh, What?
0: Exactly. We just ruined it. We gave them the be- we were giving them the best send off we could possibly give them, and that was me being quiet. And then you had to ask me a question. And I had to talk again. So <laughs> To be honest, uh, actually, well, you're kind of freaking everybody. me
1: out. I didn't know if I was like supposed to flash <laughs> or like what would be. The best? <laughs> anyway,
0: yeah. Well, last week on on the other show that I do, I was talking about boob sweat. So hey, why not? Oh, uh, yeah. No, mine. I don't know. Anyway, so. Uh, Get us over, get on over to facebook.com forward slash Grit and Grace TV. Give us a like, shoot us a review, folks. Yes. Know you love the show. Otherwise you wouldn't be freaking watching it. That's right. So give give us that review. Let everybody know what you think of Grit and Grace. Yeah, even if it's not that great, maybe that guy on the show should uh, get a full-time job. Well, thank
1: God (laughs) we have one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, you're funny. Ah. Well, this was great. I'm glad we did it. We were running a little bit late, but this is awesome show. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So join um, us next week, everybody, for the mashup. We want to hear it. We want to hear what you got to say.
0: And you know you don't have to be perfect to be that perfect solution.
1: That's right. Stay wild, everybody. Bye.